four. Hi there. Welcome to Tech Talk Weekly. I'm Bob from Creation Station. This is our weekly show where we talk about three or four interesting tech topics in the news, give you a fun library fact, and send you on your way in about 20 minutes each week. As always, if you have any ideas for the show, you can always reach us at creationstation at broward.org. Today, I have Miss Victoria with me. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you. So, Victoria, you're out at Pembroke Pines now, right? Walter C. I am. Yes. Okay. And you guys are reopened. We're not reopened yet. We're going to be reopened oh, okay. after Christmas. The The current plan is December 27th. Okay. That's what I was didn't have right on my notes here. Which day was it? It's the wrong month I had. <laughs> so, um, so where are you, where are you hanging out now that you're I not out there? Uh, yeah, I'm hanging out at Laurel Hill Central Park, which is a lot further to drive for me, but uh, such a great team there. So, And it's a beautiful building for anybody who hasn't been to that location. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Did you get the chance to sneak out back and see any of the uh, cricket matches? No, I haven't seen anything fun yet. <laughs> oh, it, it, we, we have a library right next to a cricket stadium, people. So if it's a great place to go sometimes and sneak off to go do. At least I try and get away with that once in a while when I'm out there. Now I will. Nobody told me about it. So I'll have to yeah. yeah. Sometimes you can go uh, see people out there practicing and stuff like that. So it's it, there's official uh, w cricket World Cup totally different world cup than what you're watching right now yeah. um that matches that happened there so okay. it's great we get a bunch of stories we should actually share this screen so people can see what we're actually talking about here so our first story today is all about hurricanes and hooray hurricane season is officially over for those of us in florida um we only had two significant storms hit the peninsula this year so that was a nice thing and that's what triggered this uh news story for me was there's a new scientific paper out about how they can detect when and where there were hurricanes in the past because it's not just the idea that we know we're getting bigger stronger hurricanes because of climate change but how many are we getting and are we getting more or less based on the past do you know what a blue hole is, Victoria? I don't. What is a blue hole? So blue holes are these areas, um, bringing down, uh, that are found in different uh, tropical uh, seas uh, because they're not just in the ocean. They're in a lot of different spaces. And it's basically like a sinkhole in up on land, but it's a sinkhole underwater. And so because of that... And I'm going to see if I can find the map. Nope, I scrolled right on past that, didn't I? Yes, I did. So here's an example of uh, taking a radiocarbon date out of there and doing a core sample along the size of one of those holes to be able to see, oops, went the wrong way again, um, <laughs> all of the different storms that hit over time. So the, the key ones that they've been researching, uh, New England, it's not just Florida, folks, <laughs> um, the Florida Gulf Coast, uh, the Florida Keys and Belize, because we are both, Belize and the Florida Keys are, share uh, a lot of the sim similar traits. And so it's going through the Bahamas that they get the best data from, though. 
So that's what this picture is here. All the various hurricanes over the past 170 years. You can't even see Florida and the Bahamas underneath all those tracks. But so what happens with this is all of these, here's Hurricane Dorian from a few years ago that just crushed the Bahamas. All of that information is buried down in these blue holes. When the storms hit, and they can figure it out roughly within a decade or so, um, how strong the storm was and everything like that. So it's a really great article. Get Go dig into this, as always. The notes are all going to be in the show notes there for you, all the links. But going in and finding out that effectively this time two centuries ago, there were a lot more storms than what we're having right now. So they're trying to figure out, does this mean we're coming back up and we're going to have a new trend of a lot more storms or not? And they're all, we know they're going to be more powerful because of ocean level um, heat rise. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's fun. It's good scientific information to have. It's not all doom and gloom. It's right. We yeah. hope. Uh, yeah. It is really interesting too, though, because it kind of makes you, I guess it gives you a little bit of perspective, but you know, like what you're saying, sometimes we're focused on the current trends. Yeah. Well, we're looking this far back. We might see yeah. that, you know. Yeah, and you can see the, the trend here, you know, they're in the Bahamas. I mean, they're tracking them back to the year 600. That's incredible. Yeah. So they can show how many, you can see those peaks and troughs of activity going by. So it's it's really interesting to see where uh, some of these things were happening and, and potential possible future planning for yeah. Florida and the East Coast of the United States. So, wow. yeah, it's it's really good. That's really cool. I'm going to do a deep dive into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, it took me a while to, to read through everything and try and figure out, okay, wait, where is this place? And start looking on Google Earth and saying, wait, okay, yeah. let, me, let me pinpoint this place. How far away from home is that? <laughs> <laughs> Those storms are pretty big and they're going to hit you no matter where you are. Wow. Yeah. And another new technology thing, let me just bring up this other page here. So. I'm excited about this one. Yeah. So this researcher trained an AI chatbot on all of her middle school diaries. About 10 years worth of diaries that she input into an AI, into a chatbot, um, hooked up so it could learn how to use that language to speak. It just text, no voice. And then had a conversation with it. That is so cool. Honestly, I love this. See, I, I'm glad you're you're enthusiastic about about wanting to talk to your younger self. Uh, I oh, don't yeah. know. You don't know don't, how come? I don't know. I, I'm I'm not. Uh, maybe it's because I'm not so sure I've grown up that much. Maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe it's that I, I don't feel like I've changed. I know I have. You, you don't realize how you've changed over the years. A lot of times, but I kind of wonder about that. You know. I mean, here's a really great um, example here, uh, you know, as she's texting back and forth with the person, um, you know, saying that, you know, how would you know if you're pushing your, the present Michelle asking, you know, how do you know when you're pushing yourself too hard and can you ever push yourself too hard? And the young Michelle going with the feelings and thoughts from those diaries, 
was saying, you know, if you're constantly tired and stressed, it may be time to take a step back and reevaluate your goals. Wow. <laughs> See, I think I would enjoy, um, I do think I would enjoy having a conversation with my younger self, especially because I don't know, I hit like a milestone birthday this year and I feel like I'm getting a lot of perspective on my younger self and like the future. So I feel, I feel like I would enjoy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think all the things that a younger me would have uh, stressed out about, I would just, it would be a short conversation. I would say this is not worth your time. Yeah. It's definitely, um, you need a good chunk of data to be able to pull this off. Um, but it's, it's really well done. And, and I thought it was like, you know, in this time when everybody's basically trashing Twitter that, you know, oh, it's all falling apart and there's nothing good there anymore. Mm-hmm. Look what we found on here. So, you know, always pay attention to your feeds and look, look at your different sources. You're going to find something out there if you yeah. give it a chance. Um, I did think that it was kind of funny when she, uh, it signs off and he goes, well, I have to go finish up my homework now and I have a piano lesson. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's also there's some good details in here, just about how the interactions, how she felt talking about it with herself, and things like that. And she also included um, some links in there That's to so cool. uh, create your own GDP three um, version of this if you've got enough data from stuff to do. So. Wow. And do you have to have a lot of, uh, the more data you have, the better. Okay. I'm tempted to use it for a different purpose, but. (laughs) Okay. I think we'll we'll get to the AI part of that in another. Okay. Uh, story. Cool. Okay. Because we have a very fun article now. Okay. Yes. For how do you pee? I know it, it's, it's, it, this, this one came quirky to me and I was like, wait a minute, really? What, how could, how hard could this be? We've had <laughs> urinals out there forever. Um, and it turns out that no, <laughs> the actual correct urinals, which by the way, is if you're looking at this picture is the second from the right, not the big teardrop one, but the one that's tall and long. That is shocking. Yeah. And it and it's uh, that is the average height that it should be hung at on a wall for the average person, and you should be able to hit it at a thirty degree angle. Most men, you would hope, could figure that part of it out. Though so I've <laughs> been in too many public bathrooms, and I know how that's just not. Um, but the real reason behind this is that they're trying to minimize. Um, we're not going to show the whole video. It's not mm-hmm. real urine. They're just using water, but still. Um, but striving so that when the stream of liquid hits that section of the urinal, it doesn't splash back onto your pants, mm-hmm. et cetera, or shoes, et cetera. So th- it's a fun thing to go read because they've done some really interesting pieces with it. And the Vanta Black which is this super dark paint color is actually something that when they adhered it to the urinal made the splashes go less. And that's one of the things they're still figuring out Wow! is why did this particular texture of paint change how things reacted? That 
that's crazy. Yeah. I was like, the story headline went by and I'm like, ha ha ha, that's kind of cute. And I'm like, wait a minute now. Wait, there's actually more into this. Wait, I better read this whole, this whole thing. Yeah. And also very interesting to think that um, people are really studying this seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's it's a good thing to also, I mean, they they get into all sorts of ideas about how it should be made and, and you know, for recycling water and all those other things too. So. Again, follow this link in the show notes, people. It's kind of a fun, cool thing. And now we got one other one that I we need to talk about. This one okay. gets a little bit more complicated. Okay. So, you know what a deep fake is? Yes. You think you know, right? Yes. So, tell us what you think deep fakes are. Okay, so for my understanding, deep fakes are, oh, how to describe, altered versions of, so they are technologically altered versions of like a, a voice and or a visual, right? Like an image of someone mm -hmm. um, that is written with code or like, you know, it's edited digitally, so it's not actually happening. Right. Very good. That's good. That, no, that's a really nice, good layman's perspective thing. That's great. <laughs> um, because that's effectively what it is. You feed in enough information into your AI, just like our previous story with the diary entries. And now you can take that information back out and reconfigure that visual. There's a famous one out there of uh, President uh, Obama saying something that he did not say because they were able to synthesize the face to move exactly with the faked sound that they did out. And so a lot of people look at these things and at these deep fakes, and we've talked about them on the show before, how you have to learn, you know, how are you going to learn to trust what you see? You know, does this mean live shows, live information is going to become more important than um, recorded stuff? Well, here's a singer in Germany who believes that you need to show people that it's not only going to be all horrible and doom and gloom, but you could do some very cool, fun things with this. Interesting. So she took her, just her voice. She didn't do her face. Um, she did a motion capture video to go along with this uh, for animated stuff. But she took her voice and did a deep fake of it with AI in languages she doesn't speak. So that the AI could then sing her songs in another language to perform. That's so interesting. Do we think this is a good yeah. idea? I yeah, there we go. See, and this is why we find these stories. So it, it, it goes, she goes by the name of Holly Plus, is the avatar that the new thing that she's created. Um, okay. her name is Holly and then Holly plus is her created thing. So she actually used it as, as an example to sing. Um, uh, let me find out. Here we go. Uh, to take Dolly Parton's song, Jolene and sing that in another language that neither Dolly Parton or herself speak. Hmm. I'm not sure if I feel like this is, I don't 
think it's necessarily a bad idea, but I'm not, I'm not sure, not sure, sure if it's really necessary, because for example, like if I really wanted to see, I listen to a lot of Spanish language music. If I really wanted to see, you know, somebody like Camilo who was just singing in Spanish, I don't want to hear him singing in a different, like, you know, a different language. I want to hear the song that I'm used to. So that's kind of an interesting, very interesting. And also who's doing the translations? Cause you know, translations aren't always correct. Uh -huh. on yep. So. And that's that whole GDP three idea and your language models that you train your AI on. What are they going to be doing? Who are they going to be working with? Mm -hmm. Who, what are they going to be doing? And now you're, like you said, now you're adding not just English, but adding in another language that you have to have trained it on and trained those translations back and forth. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're using AI translate. There's a couple of devices you can go out and buy now that are pseudo universal translators. Um, you can so you wear it in your ear and it mm -hmm. hears Spanish and puts English into your ear or uh, and a yeah. variety of languages. It doesn't work I for mean, you to speak that language, but it works for you to listen to people. Maybe that's that makes a little bit more house. sense. <laughs> that makes a little bit more sense, though. But in the in like even in the context of the Spanish language, I mean, there's I don't know how many countries speak Spanish. There's that many different yeah. variations Dialects, of the yeah. language. So you would have to actually. I mean, for me, I would have to put in if I was going to show it to my family members, it would have to be Cuban Spanish, yeah. so that that's exactly what they're hearing. Um, so that's a really, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if I care enough about the idea to, that I'm like, feel strongly about it one way or the other, but it is an interesting. So here's the twist that they okay. don't mention so much in the articles. If you are an artist and you use AI to create a piece of art, a physical art, or to write a computer program, you cannot copyright that because the AI created it. The AI does not get the copyright. You get the right to use your AI and you get the right to the results of your AI, but you get it, not your, your AI mm -hmm. can't do it on its own. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if I take this, there's tons of songs by Dolly Parton out there. Mm -hmm. I take Dolly Parton's information use it feed it into this and i create a new song using dolly parton's voice but i've created it wow uh-huh yeah talk about deep 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 fakes <laughs> yeah that's going down a deep deep rabbit hole the world has yeah. changed definitely yeah See, That's this enough. is why we bring these stories up. See, I can see those wheels turning now. You're like, wait a minute. I know. I'm going to really have to think about this because that's very interesting. I remember the last time I was on here, I think we talked about ABBA doing their holographic mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, tour. last year. Yeah, when they started that tour last year. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, it, that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it'll, it'll be really crazy to see exactly how this all winds up with us. Mm-hmm. We flew through a whole hour already, uh, through through the, the whole 20 minutes already here. Yeah, crazy. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Um, so what's going on with you guys out there? You said you're out there. Where, how are people getting a hold of their materials if they can't get the pembroke vines? 
So if you can't get to Pines, I believe um, in the beginning we, because we've been closed now for several weeks, um, they redirected to either the branch of your choice or to, I want to say it was Miramar. Um, but now, uh, you know, holds can't be placed for, right. for pickup at PE. So, you know, but we've got Miramar close by and we've got Southwest Regional close by. So there's tons of options. South Regional, if you're in that area as well, all of those are um, very close to us. And how about um, the idea of events going on? What's going on for your grand reopening? Do you know yet? I do not know, actually. Um, no, I I don't know. I, I can't wait to find no, out. No, and sometimes we don't. Yeah, I mean, there, I know yeah. that there's got to be something going on, but I, yeah, we, this is why I always ask, because there's so much stuff going on in the library system. Nobody yeah. can keep track. Broward.org slash library slash events will get you to find, and you'll go discover how many thousands of events we do a month around this county. Uh, yeah. It is just craziness. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on when you're not even at work, Miss Victoria. Let me throw up our final slide here really quick. Okay. If there is a branch or a librarian you'd like to see featured on the show one week, let us know. Creation Station at Broward.org. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.